listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, episode 316. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the man who promised me that the munch would probably be quiet and we could sit off in a little corner. And then we walked in and we could do none of those things. And there were so many people there. It was John big, Brownstone. It, was, <laughs> <laughs> it surprised me the amount of people. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the bonus section. Yeah. Okay. It was a good time. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> but it was a lot of people. Anyway, before we do that, this week uh, we asked for questions at that handle I fucking hate, and we're answering them for you. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, Loving DS in the number one, so that's at Loving DS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. Big thanks as always to our kinky patrons over on Patreon, including our newest peeps. We're able to be weird people on the internet with a microphone and camera because of our kinky patrons. And we're grateful for every fucking one of you. If you'd like to join our kinky community and get access to extra content and a Discord server with a group of super cool, super nice kinksters, you can. Just join us at patreon.com slash Lords. That's patreon.com slash Lords, or use the link in the show notes. Okay. So uh, I think I put down announcements in my notes before we get into everything. Yes. Okay. Um, before you get into too much, I'm please turn the fan on. I'm it's turn the hot. fan on. So if you hear a hum in the background, that's yes. the fan running to try it's and so keep we us don't cool. Melt in. I would normally say the Florida heat, but the entire globe seems to be on fire, at least in the northern hemisphere. Oh, so it's not you know just what? us. <laughs> I didn't do what I said I was going to do. Please go do that because I'll, I'll do it. You do your announcements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the first thing, just because I don't say it often enough, and I know not everybody cares, and it's okay, but I'm just saying it again, because that's what we're going to do. Um, JB has a shop, The Kinkery, thekinkery.com. Uh, mostly what he sells are paddles and canes and fun weapons of ass destruction, but uh, I have stickers on there that I want to move to a loving BDSM thing, but I want to sell the stickers I've got, so they are all 50% off, and will be until we sell out of them like that's there i'm not raising the price i have no intention of lowering the price but we want to sell out of them so link in the places uh on youtube the link to the shop is in the description box um and you can navigate the site and you get to the stickers it'll be great and then um <laughs> for podcast listeners a link is in the show notes um and if you are a newsletter subscriber i will try to remember to put the link in there as well so we have stickers. We have fun stickers that are like um, toys and about spanking, of course. There are even some loving BDSM themed stickers. There are planner stickers. All the stickers are for indoor use, ideally for like notebook planner, something that's not going to get wet or be left outside ever because they are not waterproof. They are not UV resistant. Um, but yeah, they're 50% off. There you go. Now you know. Next, since this is a Q&A episode and in... As we've done, the longer we've done this, it has become more and more common that somebody's like, but I had a question and you either didn't get to it or I wasn't there to ask. And I just want to remind folks that there are ways to get your questions answered. Um, the one that you don't have to pay a dime for, just kind of be around for, is uh, the th usually the third Friday of every month. We do a YouTube live stream. It's our hangout. It's our virtual munch. 
And we added this year, we added a Q&A component. So you, mm -hmm. if you can make it to one of those on that particular Friday night, uh, you can ask your questions there. The other way we do it is a Patreon perk. Um, for our patrons, we do a monthly Q&A and there are ways to get a question asked if you can't be there. There are, you know, and then questions are taken during that live stream. So we try to offer as many opportunities as possible to ask your questions. And so if this episode is not one where a question you might've had could have been asked, there are options. We encourage you, if you don't have money, you don't have to join us on Patreon. You can join us on YouTube if you've got the time. If you want other stuff that we do, like a Discord server and extra content and blah, 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 you can join us on Patreon, get access that way, get mm -hmm. your questions answered. I also prioritize DMs I get in Patreon when they somebody has a question um, over email and I don't even check DMs more because I can't keep up with it, y'all. So I just don't even look at DMs. But other than Fet Life, I'm lying. I do Fet Life too. Yeah. What do I do? Where do I answer questions? Do you see why it's a problem? <laughs> and if your question is ever not answered, most of the time it's not that I'm ignoring you. It's that I probably didn't see it. You're a bit frazzled today. I am. I am. I'm caffeinated. I even had lunch. I kept you up too late last night. You did. I can't wait to talk about that in the bonus section. <laughs> You drained my battery, shook me up a little bit, and then this morning went, oh, we're good, right? And I was like, oh, the battery has not recharged yet. But you are here, hey, we're here. I have already started cooking dinner. I know it smells so good. There is a pot of sauce simmering Meat on sauce. the stove that will sit there and simmer into happiness by dinner time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I've already started doing the dishes. I know, because it's my turn to do dishes. I appreciate that. So, you know. Yeah, but now we're going to answer questions. Yeah, I'm not going to try and do rapid fire, but if we can be concise, we'll try. Here mm -hmm. we go. Mm -hmm. Questions. Oh, and all of these are anonymous. I'm not saying anybody's names. Don't worry. Um, this person asked advice. 16 years married with kids, starting this journey. Mutual excitement after years of no sex. Ooh, yeah, mm. I, I feel you. So any general advice you would give to somebody who's been in a long-term relationship, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. everybody's starting this together, um, go. Take it slow research 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 um find if there's a local community in your area if there is try to attend workshops um obviously watch and listen to podcasts like ours mm -hmm. um there, there's a lot of others out there um that will give you different perspectives from us which is always a good thing and books you know, if, if a local community is not available to you, um, Amazon carries a lot of books, a lot books that we recommend. Mm -hmm. that so there's we, a site called Bookshop. We have we have read, um, and um, you know that's that's the best way to go. And you know, there is a little bit of excitement with something new, and. In for a penny, in for a pound. Is that how the saying goes? I think so, yeah. You know, um, don't overdo it. Um, take things slow. Enjoy yourselves. Rediscover yourselves. You know, build that communication, and 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 enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. I agree with everything you say. Mm -hmm. um, a couple things I will add. One, in the learning part, because this is a thing you'll be learning about for as long as you want to do it. Yeah. Um, Try to find the information that is presented in the way you learn best. So 
we are definitely readers. We're going to start with books mm -hmm, every time. Mm -hmm. um, if you're not a reader, but you like to listen, some of those books are audiobooks. So definitely that. There are mm, podcasts, not just us. There are other podcasts, <laughs> but there are podcasts. There's YouTube videos. There's however you like to learn. They exist. There are online courses, you know, Beducated is a frequent sponsor. Right. They are not sponsoring this video, but other um, places where you can get kink focused uh, education are places like kink academy um there mm -hmm. are also just creators out there as you kind of go down that rabbit hole of let me start learning about bdsm you will come across them um so there's that the other thing i would say is um 16 years of marriage with kids those things are not going away the mm -hmm. the good and the bad of a life of 16 years together is not automatically going away um, DS does not automatically fix any uh, underlying issues in a marriage, like communications Correct. issues. Uh, also, those kids will still damn well be there and you're gonna have to work around it. Having to work around the non-kink sides of your life to make your kink life work doesn't mean you are failing kink. It is a fact of life. Um, we do have an episode in the way, way, way back archive um, about transitioning from vanilla to DS, uh, I will do my best to remember to link that in the show notes. Um, hmm. So if you wanna go back and listen to that and hear our thoughts on that. Um, and the other thing I would say is wherever you're at in your journey of starting, start with something you're both really excited and can't stop thinking about and it's fun. Like start mm -hmm. with the fun stuff because God knows the hard stuff's gonna be there anyway. So if you're not, if the first thing you're trying together is not something you're both like really excited to be trying together, it's gonna be that much harder. So yeah. don't and, don't be afraid to have fun. And, and one other thing I'd like to add, um, and this is a not to do, um, do not rely on porn or erotica for information. Nope. Fantasy only, fantasy um, it, only. It's, it's, it's great fantasy. Um, it reads good. You know, a lot of it is hot. <laughs> you know. Kinda, It'll give you ideas kinda, of stuff you might want to Kind of gets the blood boiling. Um, you know, but it, it, is, it is just that it is written in a way to titillate and not to emulate. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. It's not, it's not a how-to guide. Right. So please don't use that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, next question. And I left this in because I don't know if this person misspoke or if there's a term I'm not familiar with that maybe you are because okay. Google was no help. Ah. Says, can you talk about letters of consideration and what should be included in them? Now, my first thought was collars of consideration. Right. And then sort of temporary, when I say temporary for like as long as this type of, this part of your relationship is going to last, contracts. But when I tried to look up the idea of letters of consideration, I could not find anything. And so mm -hmm. one, I wanted to see if you had heard of that before mm -hmm. and you look confused. I do, yeah. And maybe the live chat can chime in if they've heard of it and that'll mm -hmm. be great. Um, but I figured if nothing else, we could talk about collars of consideration right. and the types of BDSM contracts you might create while under a consideration mm -hmm. period. Um, you know. Collars of, cons you know, consideration collars, um, yeah, those those I have heard of. Those, you know, that that term, that process has been around for years. Yeah. Um, and know. it is a process that some people go through, in case you're not sure, about right. tr not just training a new submissive. It's about developing a new partnership. Mm -hmm. And this is a new submissive to this person. And both parties are trying to figure out, 
is this the thing we want? And during that time, somebody might do a color of consideration so that you are colored, but it's not like a final full-fledged, we're in it for the long haul correct, kind of deal. Correct, correct. Um, as far as letter of consideration? I, I immediately thought of contracts, temporary contracts. Yeah, um, kind of made, yeah, um, someone in Tishu said in the live chat, like a kinky resume and that that's kind of where i went you know your your kinky cv <laughs> um you know um could it be like a a um, negotiation yeah um sheet kind sheet, of thing, thank yeah. you um you know so i mean in that kind of context um if you're looking at it as a you know <clears throat> i lost my words I don't have them, so yeah. I don't know. A negotiation sheet that you're using to to kind of figure out your kinks, see where you match, like a yes, like no, that. maybe list, right? Yeah, right, like right. A BDSM checklist, you know, something like that. Um, you know, the the colors of consideration. You know, yes, it, it's kind of like you meet somebody and you are. You know, oh, I, I kind of like you. I think, you know, our this, kinks kind we of... We could go somewhere we, with this. You know, we can go somewhere with this, um, but not ready to make a full-on commitment. Let's, you know, kind of test the waters a little bit. A little bit of that, yeah. 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 You know, and, you know, so the, there's that little bit of testing. Uh, there's a little bit of the, uh, you know, the training, per se, that, that kind of goes with that. Um, you know, that that's kind of where the collar, consideration collar... Sure. falls into well and in the live chat love not hate said perhaps they mean letters of request to serve and be considered mm. love not hate has heard of those okay. um and what would you so then if that's if that's what they mean and we apologize to the person who asked right. if you want to if this is a time you can dm me and say i'll clarify what you meant and we'll we could talk about it maybe in another episode but mm -hmm. um if that's the case if i if i as a submissive were writing a letter right to potential dom named john mm -hmm. brownstone at this point potential dom and was going to write a letter of okay i would like to serve you and i'm requesting your consideration right that's a new one on me and it's going to make me want to go do some research because i have never never heard of that mm -hmm. but that okay what would i put in it now what would i put in it my first thought not knowing how these are are quote typically <laughs> structured my first thought is i it is a little bit like a resume. I'm not gonna just talk about what I can do. Mm -hmm. It's more of what can I do for you, based on what you might want. What mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say this word because it comes straight from like HR speak <laughs> and corporate speak, and I don't mean it quite the way it's usually used, but sort of a value add. Okay. What is it that I am bringing to you mm. that is of benefit to you that would is based on what I think you want based on conversations we've had, gotcha. right? Like, I'm not just gonna say I'm a service sub, right? Like that, that's fine, put that in, I would imagine. That, but that's very general too. Right, yeah. I'm gonna say, you know, I'm, you know, hopefully by the time I'm writing something like this, we've had enough conversations, right? Mm -hmm. Like I know parts of your life. And so I'm gonna say I'm a service sub who is able to, you know, learn new skills like how to make coffee um, or that I'm really good at admin. And guess what? I can keep a schedule for you like nobody's damn business. Now that kind of stuff in my mind is based on conversations we've had. So right. I'm not sure I could write something like that until there's been some in-depth conversations to figure out who we each are together and how our 
skills, wants, needs, blah, 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 all align, right? Like I'm a masochist who likes spankings, knowing mm -hmm. that you are a sadist who likes impact, likes impact play, right? Play, yeah. Like if I were to write something like this, I'm going to partially be a little bit like somebody said, like a resume, like here's what I can do that fits with what you've stated you want, mm -hmm. my understanding of what you want. Um, I also think if you're writing stuff like that, be vulnerable. This entire relationship of power exchange requires some level of vulnerability. Sure. And so I would I would like to think I would be vulnerable about what I want to get out of it. I would also be very clear of what my needs are and what my wants are. I, I would be very leery of somebody who saw something like that in any form, whether it was a letter of consideration or it was just a conversation we were having mm -hmm. we're having and somebody went you have wants and needs like yeah i do and here are some of what i know them to be yeah. and i think you can provide that if you are willing mm -hmm. that's the kind of thing that comes to mind completely off the cuff if i had to yeah. write a letter for somebody to say this is why i think we should be together and i'd like you to consider mm -hmm. me for your submissive i do want to research that concept more because something about it and it's a personal thing it's it's rubbing me the wrong way like i have to mm -hmm. write you a letter for you to consider me what are you doing for me to consider well, you you know several people now have have mentioned in the chat I, I, that i've kind of watched as it goes by um you know maybe it has it relates to um becoming part of a leather family or part Probably. of a, it's a, a that was a, my thought house that was know, my thought there's a hierarchy um, there or that, something exactly i mean there there is a hierarchy in in those types of things and you know that very well could possibly be i do not know enough now i want to go about you know leather families that's something i would like to learn yeah, more and about. i would like to learn more about this concept but my first thought my skepticism goes because I'm, I'm the sense I'm getting is it's something that submissives or bottoms mm -hmm. are writing. What are the yeah. doms and tops doing to let put myself in the example? Let me know I should consider them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I want to research it. I don't have an opinion, but I have a skepticism. Mm -hmm. So, but yes, leather families is exactly what I thought. Okay. Okay. Next, we were not helpful, but it was fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's a fun one. And I really appreciate this person who went, my comment was too big to fit in the box on the question in this ID story. Thank you. You know who you are. Uh, if you own a dungeon, what would you do to make it unique other than the purple glitter wallpaper that Caitlin would pick out? First of all, it would not be purple glitter wallpaper. There would be purple paint and all of the like details would have a purple thing. There, mm -hmm. It would not be all purple. But anyway, what would you do to make a dungeon oh, gosh. unique? Oh gosh, I don't, you know, I don't know. I would it's take, not, I don't know that I could make it unique, but I know mm -hmm. that I would take, borrow ideas and concepts and policies mm -hmm. from every good community experience I've had. Yeah. Like, what did they do I right? Mean, I'm going to do that. I, the, the one thing that comes to mind, um, I would probably build all the furniture myself. You better damn well <laughs> build all the furniture. The man who said, oh, you see this tool that's going to help me with this thing? Guess what else it's going to help me do? Build a St. Andrew's cross. And I went, "Yeah." how are we going to hide that camouflage that in the bedroom? Because I would like one. I just don't know if it should just be well, stuck right I, I hate to tell you this. This is going to sound funny and, and a little bit off topic with the question. I apologize. But, you know, I, I had been at a local party recently and I they had a cross in their house 
and it was really nice because I was able to look at it up close and mm -hmm. you know the woodworker and you were like look at this oh yeah yeah i i was looking at it and you know really kind of going over it with a fine-tooth comb in a sense and i'm looking at it and i'm thinking well you know if it was me i would do this i would change this i would add this mm -hmm. you know do these little things and since then the little um, engineering wheels in my mind have been churning. I know that because I'm the beneficiary of whatever the prototype is. But since then, mm -hmm. I've come across something of how I could take said cross and turn it into a stool when done. I'm here for that. I'm, he I'm here for that. Also a spanking bench same same principle yeah. okay so i did i don't know if you even remember this so yes all the furniture in a dungeon of ours would be made by jb and there would be a kinkery storefront at the front right kind of, of yeah. course of course yeah, yeah so do you remember when we still lived in tampa bay area and mm -hmm. we saw an old like Vic a cute victorian house kind of go up for sale yeah oh yeah and i remember we, that I, yeah y'all we daydreamed our own dungeon oh and yeah the way our dungeon would work at the time i do not know if we would change our mind we've not thought about it we mm -hmm. don't have the means we don't have the resources yeah. this was dreaming five years ago we right. knew that what we actually what we thought about was that it would be a kinky bed and breakfast so it would only be advertised to kinky people it would not show as open and available for anybody else to rent there would be a area we didn't know the structure of the house but right. there would be an area that was definitely a dungeon play party space there would also be rooms that kinksters could you know stay mm -hmm. and they could get their own kink on of course there would be do you do you need some items that you don't have here we've got a little shop blah blah, blah. right but right we also knew in our dreaming that it would be a community space and so there would be a space not just for play parties but for workshops game mm -hmm. nights munches like what is our local community need when this there would be some space in our dreams that would be devoted to things like that right and the outside would be a cute little victorian and all the neighbors would be like what are they doing in there mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. was that was our yeah our thing mm -hmm. yeah yeah that it would be both an open semi-open space for the education gathering purposes yeah and then the play stuff mm -hmm. yep that yeah. was that was our um that was our dream we uh, we could have done nothing with it <laughs> but yeah okay Oop, doop, doop. Okay, so this one I have a very short answer to, but I thought maybe you had a different take on it. Okay, the question is, right. let me make sure I'm not skipping. Okay, how do you maintain a balance and bound? I think they meant boundary, but I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. A balance and boundary between romantic relationships and BDSM dynamic. Can I give my answer? It's really short and sweet. Yeah, go ahead. I don't. For us, they're intertwined and one in the same. I, I mean, I know other people do, but yeah. I don't. Like our, as we've said many times in the past, our dynamic is woven through every fabric of our, part Pretty of our relationship. Much. There are one or two spots, parenting being the biggest one, where it's not power exchange. I have a, I have an equal say and I will fight for my answer. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. We are actually getting more and more on the same page with that. We're yeah. both adjusting and stuff like that. Um, but the rest of it, like when you're being romantic with me, you're definitely still a daddy dom. 
And actually, it's better when <laughs> the Dom voice comes out. Um, so for us, from, from my perspective, anyway, this is not two s- separate parts of who we are and we try to navigate them. It's all mixed in together. Yeah. And, and I, I agree with that. I, I believe it is, um, especially over the years, um, it, it has meshed more and more. Mm-hmm. over the years mm-hmm. so yeah I, I think that's that's absolutely it is a short answer i mean it's for, uh, it's for, for us. us for like us Rara said yeah. in the live chat, she's done platonic ds it can be done and i have no doubt about that can mm-hmm. i tell anybody how to do that nah um I, there's a part of me that has toyed with the idea of what if i had another kink partner one i would want them to be my friend bare minimum yeah. but could could i do it and leave out the romance not is it possible but am i capable of that right and i honestly don't know because i've not had the experience of trying to mm-hmm. but i also know for me <laughs> just for me everybody's different um that in order for somebody to get for me to allow somebody to be close enough to me to be some type of dom or top with me and they would have to be okay this energy that you sense does not (laughs) i don't do it it, one-on-one it it, it does not extend beyond this point no 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 no. (laughs) it's there but i mm, i use i use that wisely and understanding my own limits but yeah so if i had another partner and they were a dom or top with me because of how i currently relate that level of vulnerability and that level of trust and that and what being dommed and top does to me on mm-hmm. a very you know physical sexual level i don't know that i would want to do that not that it's not possible just mm-hmm. that the way i think i'm wired but i've also not been in the position yeah like the the person dominating me is usually the person fucking me is usually the person saying they love me you know like that wasn't always true in previous relationships, but like that's been the, that's how that's worked for me. The more, not the more norm now. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Next question. Uh, how would I open up the talk about more stylized scenes? Mm. So what do you think? I don't think it's about the scenes themselves. It's about mm-hmm. opening the communication. Yeah. What do you say? Um, I I think you know it, it depends if it's is this in a, a relationship where you have an established DS. You know, is this something brand new? I think that's going to make a big difference how you approach it. Um, I also think that if you're having scenes that are not quite at the level that you're envisioning or the type that you're envisioning. Mm-hmm. If you've had enough communication and enough trust built to have those scenes, you've already laid the groundwork right. to move to a new level. Mm-hmm. I think it's about just talking about them. Right. You know, and, I, and it all depends on the relationship you have with the person and their communication style and your communication style. I know with you, when you wanna take something to a new level, um, you start with me at first very casually I've right. been thinking, I, th- I had this thought, I saw this video mm-hmm. and it's a, let me just casually tell you about it. No pressure at all. What do you think? And exactly, I might have questions. I might be like, let me think about that. Or I might be like, 
look, we're trying to go to sleep at midnight. This is not the time. Can we talk about this later? <laughs> like, I'm given that freedom to just respond naturally. There's no expectation right. in that initial right. conversation. I, I came across this thing, and it kind of intrigued me. What do you think? Exactly. Yeah. So I think if you, depending on your relationship with the person and how frequent and open and easy communication is you start mm-hmm. with the casual opening of hey right. let me it's just a thought right and give them time to think about it process it have an initial reaction if that initial reaction is doesn't shut it down completely then you know at a pace that is right for you i'm sorry can i give you more specifics you start talking about it more and more until the, they are part of that conversation in the oh yeah, I was thinking about this, or what about this, or what about that, or oh, I have concerns, here's some questions. And you kind of start getting into those Mm -hmm. details. But I don't, I know there are definitely people who do very well with a very formal style of communication where the only time you're talking about these kink things is at very specific times and under very specific circumstances. And if that works for you, go for it. Add it to your next agenda, right? Yeah. For us, what works best is to just constantly have communication open. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean we're always talking about our power exchange or we're always talking right. about kink. It just means that we can be riding in the car to the grocery store and one of us is gonna go, you know, I saw a thing online the other day. It was kind of hot. What do you think of this? And that gives us that freedom to explore without a lot of pressure. Right. And so if you have that already, just use it. You don't, it doesn't have to be this big pronouncement mm-hmm. necessarily. Um, if you're not sure if it's within your partner's limits or boundaries, maybe just do a, a check-in with each other about boundaries and limits before you go, I have this idea, right? And make sure it's even gonna be something they would consider. But yeah, I think that you, I think starting off small with the conversation and keeping your expectations low and treating mm-hmm. it like a discovery process instead of a, I have mapped out this entire conversation, this entire scene, everything I wanna have happen. Oh, but now I have to present it to a person who's gonna have their own reaction. Yeah. I think you, you've you put way too much pressure on yourself when you do that. And now here, here's another side to this. Um, you know, especially when presenting something new to someone, um, as part of that communication, while it's important to convey your words and say what you want, part of the listening of that is to listen in a non-judgmental way. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know what the other person's reaction is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you may tell them, "I want," I, you know, I, I saw this X Y Z, and I thought it was really hot, and I think it would be cool to try. And the other person could be like, "You like what?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and part of that is is to respond in a non-judgmental way and sometimes for some people um it, podcast listeners he pointed at it, me yeah um you know for some people it it's a matter of you know planting the seed planting the seed and and letting it percolate a little mm-hmm. bit you know and if you come at the person you're trying to tell what you want in a judgmental way that shuts them down oh sure that that completely shuts it down and also somebody mentioned in live chat being pushy hey hey can we do it now can we do it Mm -mm. no there's no i don't like this word but it's a very useful thing in life and that is (laughs) patience um patience (laughs) is it's a virtue i 
hate it. I fucking hate it. <laughs> but man, it works. Okay, <laughs> you can, mm-hmm, can mm-hmm. embrace it a little bit. It works. Um, yeah. But yeah, I also think it's the the reminder that just because you one, you might have a vision in your head of the scene that you'd like to get to, and you need to be aware you might have to start several steps ahead of that and start really. Sm- and work up to it. This right. might be about your partner's comfort level. It might be about their own limits. It might be that they're willing to explore a smaller version of what you're proposing. And that's okay. That's progress that gets you to hopefully good times together. Um, but yeah, it's that, that, it's a little chaotic, but that, all of that we just said, that's what we think. <laughs> now, somebody <laughs> took the screenshot for this next question and did it in dark mode. So, Pardon me while oh, I squint. Oh, okay. Goodness. Oh, I'm that person just took her glasses off to see. Okay. Um, and they even said that, that they were struggling on how to word it, but I think we know what they mean. Yeah. So um, how do we manage our DS and vanilla aspects of our marriage when there is another partner? Now, in our situation, <laughs> I'm not monogamous in theory, although I'm at a point in life I'd like to like take that theory part away, but (laughs) I'm a mess. You are definitely non-monogamous in practice. Right. Uh, You have had over our relationship, multiple other partners who are not me, who do not Mm -hmm. interact with me more than we want to on like a friendly basis. Um, So the experience of the navigating a partnership outside of the DS and outside Mm -hmm. of us is on you. The experience of being the partner who's sitting at home is on, on my side. So what would True. what would you say to that question? Um, I I would say probably the biggest thing is taking each partner's uh, feelings and needs into consideration. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like with us, and also understanding that all of our feelings are important, right. but also like in a vanilla aspect life still goes on there's still kids to raise bills to pay exactly exactly and 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 that's the thing you know there there's day-to-day life there's there's stuff with the kids there's you know this going on that going on you know the ac breaks again you know (laughs) right sometimes the plan you have for a chat a call a date or whatever Mm -hmm. has to be postponed not because not certainly not because a partner over here is going don't do it not Mm -hmm. because you don't want to do it but because the primary part of your life that has to be lived day to day with the first relationship. Right. We don't necessarily use primary, although I can make an argument for calling us primary without it being overly hierarchical. Anyway, that still has to happen because at the end of the day, this is where you live. Mm-hmm. This is the family that you're going to spend the vast majority of your time with. Right. You know, we have obligations to one another and to kids and to this house and to blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. so... The navigation of it is uh, that word I hate, again, patience, yeah. uh, and that word I love, which is communication. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I think what happens there is just like, and I, I cannot think of the word right now, so you have to help me, you know, like when we're negotiating something and we're trying to find that middle ground. I think you just, I don't know what word you're looking for, but... I understand what you're talking okay, about. Okay, you understand the concept. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in 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 the case of another partner, then it is the compromise. Uh, That's what I was looking I for. I like that compromise. word too. Um, it, it, then it's a matter of being able to find the compromise that works for And so far, all. this has all been on you. Yeah. 
how do you navigate that? Carefully. (laughs) (laughs) So I had, uh, I've only had theoretical thoughts, okay? Okay. Like, you are my daddy dom and you are 24-7 my daddy dom. And if I were to have another partner, they would absolutely be a dom or a top because we've already Mm. been there, right? And I thought about it, I was like, how would I I navigate having a second dom? And I I realized that for me, in theory, because, you know, once you actually get out there in the real world, it never works that way. But in theory, for me... As a Mm -hmm. submissive, the second dom, who I'm not going to marry and raise children with, Mm -hmm. most likely, uh, (laughs) uh, cannot countermand my my first priority of you. Mm. They either have Mm. to slot into an unfulfilled need that I I have and that matches what they want, or there has to be some level, as little or as much as would work, Right. Of understanding between the two of you. Now, from a submissive perspective, mm-hmm. I do not have that with your partners. I tend to stay out of your relationships. I'm happy to do that. Mm-hmm. I um, I don't feel left out. You do a really good job of, like, I still know that I am your baby girl. Mm-hmm. But I also understand that there are times you just recently had a visit. You were gone for three days. It's the first time in our relationship that he went away for multiple days and he was not calling me before he went to bed or when I went to bed because that would have been wrong. Your visit was with that partner. I was not a part of that. Mm -hmm. And I understood and ages ago before this relationship made peace with the fact that I do not need to be inserting myself in that, right? So the thing that I think theoretically I might need to have two people in my life who both have Dom energy, mm-hmm. I do not need nor want with your submissive partners. Like I can carry on my stuff over here mm-hmm. and let you carry on your stuff over there. The difference though is if I thought that our power exchange or our vanilla life was getting neglected I feel like it's that would absolutely be, my job to step in and go, that would be different. Yes. I'm glad you're happy. <laughs> However, <laughs> the lights aren't on and I could use your help. <laughs> yeah. But I, it's for me, that's how it's been. It's mm-hmm. an understanding of who I am, the security I have. I know who I am to you. I don't have to prove that. I don't have to be mm-hmm. reminded of that. I mean, I like right. to be reminded of that, but I don't have to be. And you keep being my dom. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you split the attention and the focus the way you do. From my perspective on the outside looking in, when you are all in with that other partner, like one, I know I don't go in and interrupt when it's communicated to me not to do so. But you know, when you're with me, every once in a while, you'll try and be, you'll say, you're my focus right now, baby girl. Mm -hmm. And then a text goes there and I'm like, Am I? <laughs> but that's really for you to to navigate. Yeah. And it's it's a little bit of a juggling act. I can imagine. It's a little bit of a juggling imagine. act. I can imagine. So, yeah, it's um so far you've navigated it well. I'm not sure if I can I can imagine you having other like play partners. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine you having like a roster of submissives and being able no. to keep that emotional energy. No, 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 no. <laughs> Even he's no. like, uh uh-uh. uh. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> I have my limit. <laughs> no. Um 
And and you know that that was something that that was brought up in, in conversation at, at one point. Um, you know, it was asked, how many partners, submissives do you think you could have? Mm. I'm like, probably not more than two. I don't think I have, with, with everything I have going on in my life, be, sure. between the shop, between this, between the kids. Between being married to this person right here. you, yeah. <laughs> mm. um, you know, um, it it's... Sure. I, I, I don't think, think I can handle know, much more. To understand your limitations and to yeah. understand that there's going to come a point where you're like, no more. I, I mean, can't and, give and not, my best and to not, too many people. Right. And and not give my best to, you know, whoever. Right. At, at that point, I would be starting to oh, be yeah, pulled we, thin. Every partner you have would be feeling the lack. Right. And right. I, I, hope, I hope you're never in this position. I hope I never put you in this position. But... I know how I would react as the partner you're married to, partner who's your 24-7 submissive, mm-hmm. partner you raise kids with, the partner you have a business with. The partner you- <laughs> <laughs> Not, like, I don't like the hierarchical thing, but let's, like, let's be real. Like, there's responsibilities that you'll have with one partner that you won't have with another. Right. And I hope it never comes down to me having to go... You are slipping on all of your responsibilities to me and this family. Something has to change. I don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. As your service missive, I want to make your life easy. You went out of town for three days and I kept everything going. What's funny, and it's not like there's been a lot of stuff that you've gone and done. First of all, COVID put a fucking yeah. kibosh on that for a few years. But also, you're not like constantly out there like dating around. Like You, you don't do that. Which I, I I kind of appreciate because I don't know that I could I personally would be as comfortable with that as I am with you developing yeah. relationships over time. But every time you go off and have an adventure, I have new epiphanies. And True. <laughs> True. And I am I am forced to realize there's things I have to deal with. Like the very first time you went away overnight with somebody else. Oh my oh my insecurities were right there. Yeah, that was pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah. that was a that was a, it was only one night and it was a tough night for me. Um but when you came back, we could have a conversation. But even then, I always had the philosophy. I'm not inserting myself mm-hmm. in that. I don't care how bad I feel. I'm not calling you unless something's on fire or I'm sitting in the ER with a child. Like, I'm just, I'm not. I'm going to yeah. just handle it. That, weirdly, that's not a conversation we've ever had. That's a thing I decided because it felt right. Mm-hmm. And we just keep doing it. And now I'm actually saying it out loud. But, see, I, I think, too, We probably should have had a conversation, about yeah. it, but we didn't. But I, I think that's something, too, that... You know, when those circumstances arise, mm-hmm. you know, there is always going to be some new thing, something that wasn't considered before. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, it is a matter of keeping the communication flowing yeah. in, in, in all the directions. And that's not easy. I think it's worth it. Like, you came back from this most recent trip. And I was ready for you to be home. And I was like, guess what I've learned about myself in three days? Because apparently that's what I do when you're not here. And it had nothing to do with what you were doing and everything to do with, with what I was not yeah. doing. I haven't made no changes. We've made no like revelations. But my thinking on some things has changed, mm-hmm. which is kind of refreshing. Like yeah. sometimes it's like I need that jolt. <laughs> well. And apparently that was that, that was it. That's what it took. Yeah. But like in this most recent trip, we did a good morning text to mm-hmm. one another. We did a good night text to one another. That was the extent of that. And then 
the only time I really reached out, and this is the navigating, how do you navigate your vanilla life? I had a work question that I wanted resolved that day. Right. Like it was important customer service wise to resolve mm-hmm. it. I sent you the text for that. I think something happened with a kid and I sent you the text for that. And after that, I let you dictate the terms of our communication. How mm-hmm. am I able to do that? Cause that's not gonna work for everybody. Is because we have developed this relationship that we have and the trust that we have and the communication levels that we have. Right. I would not feel comfortable telling somebody who just got into non-monogamy five minutes ago with two brand new partners that that's going to work for them (laughs) because we can do that because of the relationship that we've nurtured over time and our understanding of one another and the fact that i know i am perfectly safe when it's the right time to come to you and go this happened and i didn't like it or this right. happened and I feel a way about it. Mm-hmm. And or this happened and, and, and we, we need tweak? to work away. Ar- right. right. And we I know to. I can do that. So I don't need to do that when you're off doing something else. And I, yeah. I want to be that person who respects the fact that you're off doing something else, because if I were in the same position, you would do the same, would for, do the me. same for you. You would yeah. respect the fact that I'm over there doing that thing mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. that other person. Um, yeah. I do not mm. consider us the non-monogamy people to come to because one, I'm still over here in theory. Two, I actually have not immersed myself in the language of it and the principles of it. I just kind of know what we do and the little bit that I've read and heard and mm-hmm. learned from others. And we just incorporate that. Yeah. Um, so if you're looking for non-monogamy advice for your power exchange, we are not in. <laughs> We're figuring it out. It, it's it's a, it, just like any other aspect of kink. It's an ongoing learning process. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, sometimes mistakes are made and you learn from your mistakes and try to grow from them. And communication <laughs> is key, as always. Right. Okay, these next two came, they're, they came from the same person and they're kind of related, so I'm going to group them together. Okay. Um, the first part is, we've fallen out of kink, we both want it back, but it feels intimidating, so any ideas on where to start their um, DDLG? Okay. And then the next part is, are what are the best ways a submissive can encourage their dom to take the lead again, kindly, without insulting their partner Mm. so the thing is is you saying i would really like you to take the lead again this is important to me is a great way to start and i hope you don't have a partner who is insulted by that because i'm gonna have a lot more questions for that partner about their insecurities i think you can just in the way that your relationship is kind of works and the way y'all work i think you can just say hey i miss this i need this here's what i'd love to have from you is this something you can do? Is this something you're up for? If not, what are you up for? What, like come at it with a, from a place of vulnerability and openness with a long-term partner, unless there are other problems. I mean, that's to me, that's, that should be the easiest opener. Yeah. It's just to say, I miss this and I want mm-hmm. this. And how can we get back to there? Right. You know, what do you want to do first? How will this mm-hmm. work for you? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I, you know, I'm not really sure what more I can add to that because that, that I mean, no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, just telling somebody, you know, you, gosh, you know, what happened? We, you know, we used to have so much fun with that. Can we, you know, find a way to get back there again? Mm-hmm. And then when you decide to start back up, I am a big, big believer in starting with something that's just fun that's just fun 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 like because there's plenty of things that will stress you out there are plenty of issues that you will have to navigate there are plenty of things you'll be like oh i thought this way and now i don't or oh i wanted this at one point and now i don't like that's coming that's coming down the pipe at you right 
it's inevitable. But if you're mm. rebuilding, what is a fun thing you both enjoyed? It can be a small thing. I think a lot of people think even when you're getting back into it or you're starting it for the first time, you're supposed to jump in with both feet into the deep end and just swim. And one, that's impractical for most of us. And two, no, you can literally start with this teeny tiny small thing. Like since we're talking about DDLG, as the little, what makes you feel your most little self that your partner can participate in that they want to? Start there, get the fe- the good feeling back, get those positive feelings mm-hmm. flowing, get the a little bit of that memory back of, oh yeah, this is what we really liked about it. And then you can slowly start adding things back. Also, yeah. I would say, do not expect that whatever you did, however long ago you did, is gonna be right for you right now. You might have to completely revamp your That's power true. exchange. Cause it's gotta fit the life you have right now. It's gotta mm-hmm. fit the people you are right now. Right, um, cause life we, have, the life we have now is totally different than the life we had when we first moved in together. You know, and our DS is totally different from when we first met. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to add? Okay. Uh, next question. Um, any caregiver little date night suggestions to help stay connected and highlight our dynamic? And I'm going to give the really boring answer of what do you like to do? Because I, yeah. I can tell you what I think would be good for us. Right. Um, going to a Disney movie or a princess movie, mm-hmm. this is going to do it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime I can dress up and feel pretty, especially when I'm wearing purple, I feel yeah. very much my baby girl self. Um what else would you say? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't do games, so you can't take me to a Dave and Buster's. I'm gonna be bored and want a cocktail. Yeah, okay, I'm not. Yeah, that's yeah, not no, gonna that, hit my baby girl. No, self. that that will not hit your. No, no, um, it'll hit my anxious girl self. And no, it may may not seem like so much of a a, a baby girl DDLG thing, but I know one one thing that really strikes your heart um, for something like that is taking you to a bookstore. I actually, <laughs> I requested that as a date. Once you did. The children go back. To you school. did. You did. You know. So, and and again, that's because it's something you know that's personal. But you know, you, when you, we had access to Build a Bear, I used to yeah, like to go to Build a Bear. Yeah. Because I like a good stuffy. Mm-hmm. And even if I don't buy anything, yeah. I want to look and see what's there. Because then I'm like, okay, oh, you don't have anything purple. Mm. Oh, you don't have anything that like hits my geeky heart. Mm, not yeah, interested, but I can yeah. still walk through and look at all the cute little clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go to the pet store to buy cat litter, y'all. But my baby girl heart immediately goes to the section where they're adopting out cats and yeah. wants to bring every one of them home. Mm-hmm. Uh, that costs nothing. That fills me with glee so the best date nights are who are you as a little who is your partner as a caregiver what what makes you feel that even if you're not maybe actually showing it like i know there's people Mm -hmm. who go into age regression and they you know they have a certain way of speaking they have a certain way of dressing if that's not something you feel comfortable that you can do publicly without having to answer uncomfortable questions what are activities that are near and dear to that for you that right will give you a little bit of that feeling or will mm-hmm. let you have that feeling on a private I mean, level with your partner they're, while they're, going out on a date. There there are there are that's some to everybody. Littles who would love a, a good date night for them would be to build a a, 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 a pillow fort. Yeah. You know. For um, <laughs> I'm not a very good little, okay? <laughs> I'm a great baby you know, girl. Um coloring is always Some another, people, yeah. you know, puzzles. Um, we used to go, 
and we would pick rest. We wouldn't know. We would not pick restaurants purposely. But if you can do it, go for it. If this suits you, mm-hmm. we would go out to dinner. No, we would do it because we do it with the kids when they were young enough to still eat off the kids menu. And like on a kids night or a place that just does kids menus really well, mm-hmm. there's a coloring page, okay? Yeah. Or a restaurant that does the whole paper, uh, the whole table covered in the white in the white paper, paper with a cup of crayons. Cody's was yes, one, one we, for that. Yeah. Look, it it didn't look like shit to anybody else, but he and I would be sitting there. I'd be doodling. I draw hearts and flowers. That's mm-hmm. what I draw. Mm-hmm. And I'd be doodling and coloring them in, and you'd be doing, and we'd be yeah. having a good old time, and and it looks quote normal. Because it's there and available for anybody. It's supposed to be for the kids. Well, we're kids at heart, as if somebody had asked, we would say. And it was a great time. And it didn't look like anything. But really, the best date night is what's going to hit your little heart. What What is out there mm-hmm. that is peripheral to what you would do at home that maybe won't look yeah. so obvious? I'm a big fan of, like, the animated movies. Like, is Disney coming out with a thing? Let's, right, let's go right. see it. As long as it looks stupid. Somebody, somebody mentioned in the chat on an, an amusement park. Mm-hmm. A water that's, water park. That's my version of hell. But if that <laughs> excites you, go do it. Not like, every not everybody is an anxious introvert, you know. Who doesn't like going upside down heights or too fast? Yeah, yeah. So I'm a delight. I don't know why I'm still. It's not single, but like only having one partner in a non-monogamous life. I can't imagine. <laughs> it's so hard to comprehend. I'm fun. I'm so fun. Look, I'm fun because I'm a sarcastic bitch. I'm going to make you laugh when it's the worst time to laugh. That's that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make you laugh in a way you're going to be like, oh, my God, am I wrong for laughing at this? this yeah. We're at a funeral. Why am I chuckling? That's what who I am. I'm a delight. Anyway. <laughs> you are a delight. Okay. So those questions took longer than I thought they would. There were more than I thought there were. But if you feel up for it. Mm-hmm maybe take two to three from the live chat yeah uh unless they're super fast and then sure so um for the live stream live chat portion of this episode bonus questions Mm -hmm. um we do have moderators they will uh put your ass in a corner if you spam this chat the way it works is if you would like to ask a question type at loving bdsm so it tags us so we can see it ask your question if your question is too big to be asked in one max two posts on youtube send us an email okay <laughs> it's gonna be too long for this yeah so they can be fun questions it can be deep questions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go for it ask us anything in the live chat um and while we wait for people to furiously type yeah uh, i don't know what we'll do here we are so and thank you silent winged for giving mm-hmm. a lesson on how to do tagging because i know that is difficult some people are trying to tag us and it still doesn't come up uh and just a reminder while we wait for questions to come through um we do q a's open and available for anybody who can make it mm-hmm. the third friday usually third friday night on youtube virtual hangout uh and then definitely every month usually first saturday we do it for our patrons only so there are ways to get your questions asked yeah um, and I saw this come through. I don't, it didn't get tagged, but I saw it. So that works. Okay. Uh, Angel asked, do you have any tips for adjusting to a new community after moving? It feels harder to make friends or you're not a newbie to a new community. Whoo, I feel that one. <laughs> I feel that one. We did that when we moved from Tampa Bay to yeah. where we live now. 
Um, Go ahead, I'm, social I'm, director. I am going to put this in kind of in a nutshell. Um, the only way to not be a newbie is to go to events. Well, and the thing is, is they're you know, not a newbie, but they're new to no, the community. No, I, I, uh, yeah. Because last night we were at a munch, and I'm sitting with somebody, and she was very nice. She was very nice. The whole, the mm -hmm. whole vibe was good. But the vibe I got off of her in the conversation is she thought everybody sitting around her was new to kink. And I'm over here like, you're not asking me, but I'll tell you I got almost 10 years, but I, you hadn't asked me yet. But I'm watching yeah. her ask other people, and I was like... Because she didn't recognize people and they didn't, and sh she led with, now I don't know if this is good advice or not. I'm mm -hmm, just saying what I mm -hmm, saw last mm -hmm. night. She led with, I've been doing this X number of years. I just, I'm, for her, it was she had taken a break from the local community. I just took a break for a few years, blah, blah, blah. But in the conversations to other people, she didn't recognize there was, for me, an air of, how new are you? Are you new? How yeah. new are you? And I was like, yeah. Um, so you can I, lead with, I've been doing this for a minute, if you want. I mean, you know, you may not, per se, be a newbie to the lifestyle, but you can almost say you're a newbie to that community. And and the only way to really overcome that is is to attend the events. You know, go go to the munches. Do, do they have socials? You know, and, and start interacting with people. Um, you know... This munch that we went to last night, I've been going to for some time now. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. I was trying to tell that same person how long you've been going. I was like, I, I don't even know. Time has no meaning. Yeah. Because you start you started going pre-COVID, didn't you? Yes. And then COVID shut everything down. And then right. you started back up again once you were vaccinated. Correct. And they started again because they, they had shut they, down for a while. Yeah. They, they, um, th this munch did not totally shut down. Gotcha. Okay. But at, at any rate, you it know, slowed it, it, it slowed way down. Um, they, the, the person who organizes the munch, um, felt he kind of had a need to keep it going as much as possible because with people being isolated with COVID, yeah. you know, and that's a thing that had to be navigated. For right. Sure. And, and he tried to, to keep a balance, you know, for people to have somewhere to go to, to do that. But it, at, at any rate, yeah, pre, pre COVID, I kind of started going to this, um, and and you know i it, it's funny because someone there at the munch i knew immediately because they attended an old munch from where we used to live yep <laughs> they moved up in the general area as well I believe there was also a jv sighting at one of them as well so that yeah. was helpful. go get yourself yeah. a podcast and a youtube channel no. right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know from from going there you know yeah i kind of sat quietly f at at first but you know, from f just from being seen, you know, from being there, people, oh, you, you've been here a few times now, right. you know, and, and, and talking with people. And, um, you know, last, um, last night, um, you know, I, as, as much as this person sitting next to me, like to think I was, you know, working the room. I was actually kind of conservative with them. I didn't get he to talk to everybody I wanted to. the room. We will talk <laughs> about this in the bonus section. I've got thoughts. Here's what I want to say directly to Angel's question about. I'm new. Yeah. It's a new community. When we first moved here, mm -hmm. we had been active in our former community. I was... We even ran the munch there yeah. for temporarily, yeah. I was still my anxious you know self but i had had such a good positive experience with our former community i was open to going to new community things and we did a few things and what i 
realized for me, you, you might be different, but what I realized for me is it's about the vibe. If I walk into, I don't expect communities here to feel and be like the communities that we left, but there's a vibe I wanna feel. And if I don't feel the vibe, I don't wanna go again. Mm -hmm. So the very first thing we went and did, we I've, I've bitched about it many times on this show. Uh, we walked in and we were basically ignored. It was very clickish. It was very, everybody staring mm -hmm. at us and almost nobody saying hi to us. The organizers didn't say anything to us. And I went, they, I, maybe they're lovely people, but they're not my people. We did not go yeah. back because the vibe was off. Um, there was a munch that through a person that we made friends with right after we moved here that um, she had started up, it started off small. I was really willing to do that because I knew it was yeah. gonna be small at first. Then COVID hit and that went to the wayside. This one that we went to last night, you've been, uh, first of all, if you're an anxious person at all, if you have a person you can send out as like the advanced forces, I don't know anything about military. It's the only term I know. Recon. Tr there you go. Do that if you can, if you have access to that. If not, I think it's, you know, it goes back to the stuff we say to people who are brand new to munches, you know, let it be known to whoever the organizer is, or in, yeah. in this case, it was like this, there's the organizer and then they have like kind of the social director because right. the organizer is gonna make sure it happens, organize the chairs, but that person's not talking to anybody. So they have a social director who's the person who'll talk to everybody. Mm -hmm. That person takes it very seriously that people who are new to the munch, no matter what experience they have in the community, feel welcome when they get there. So use that same advice that newbies get of, let the people who are running it, you know, on a FetLife account or wherever, yeah. let them know you're coming and it's your first time coming to this munch. Um, if you walk into a room, I, I, my, too many of us don't do this enough and I think we should get more comfortable with it. If you walk into that space and the vibe is off, it's okay if you turn around and walk the fuck out, that's mm -hmm. okay. But what it might be is you sit quietly. I desperately wanted to sit at a table leaning against a wall where I would have only one person next to me and his name would be John Brownstone. Did that happen? No, it did not. No, it did not. Also, if you can bring a friend, whether they're a kink friend or they're a kink aware friend who's not judgy, to not go alone, do that. But don't stay where the vibe's not right. Yeah. That That's my top thing that we've now learned from switching communities. I'm not going where I don't like the vibe. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. And yes, I will turn around and walk out of a room if I don't like it. I mean, I might have to sit in the car by myself till Social Butterfly is done, checking to make sure he doesn't like the vibe, but you know, it's fine. <clears throat> okay, I saw some more tags. Yeah. Okay, Love Not Hate asks, um, how would you go about helping a monogamous partner of a poly person be comfortable with a new partner? I used mm. to kind of technically almost be that monogamous partner. And, <sighs> If they're open to the fact that you are non-monogamous and they're comfortable with that, you've already like crossed a mountain. Like you've already done the hard part, I think. There's lots more hard parts coming up, but like that to me is the hardest part. At that point, it's about them figuring out their comfort level. I am not opposed to meeting any of JB's partners, but I don't need to meet them either. And that is about who I am as a person, not who I am as a submissive. That's about, my, my anxious hot girl stuff. Like, I'm just, I don't, I got social anxiety. I don't need to meet people. Um, if they tell you that they don't need to meet that person, 
then let that be okay f- until they figure out maybe it's not or they change their mind or mm-hmm. right and it's back to that balance of juggling what this partner needs versus what right. this partner needs right um i would say what well, I, I would look to you as more of an expert on this if you had to do it how would you introduce i'm not monogamous but i essentially am in practicality am how would you introduce a partner of yours to me like what set that scenario where would we be what would that look like how would you plan that what would what would we do um over a cup of coffee someplace public yeah we once tried to meet a potential threesome partner that we way we did he was a we very did. lovely person i'm pretty sure i scared him off i am officially a lot registered trademark so i mean he did want to look at my ass and that was great but yeah it didn't scare him off that's right we but had, yeah over had, a meal had, or over we coffee had, we had a lunch date yeah. sort of like in that non-pressure situation mm-hmm. of you know you're kind of semi in public so you're gonna keep your conversation at a certain level um is it easy to get up and leave for anybody mm-hmm. involved if they want to um yeah i mean that's yeah mm-hmm. coffee we would do it over coffee right we would try and get a table that's out of the way and not go in a sh- coffee shop where they're blasting the music. Like the last yeah. time we wanted to have an important conversation and couldn't because the music was too damn loud. Yeah. I was like, I'm not shouting about non-monogamy to you. <laughs> Literally, that <laughs> yeah, was our conversation. No. <laughs> I was like, I'm not yeah. shouting this over Yeah, no, no, the no. Music, you you, you want to have some place that, that's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, copacetic to, to conversation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, Mel asks, um, is there anything we want to explore once the kids are back in school and have more alone time? We would like to just explore one another. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, and and it's not anything um, that's a fault of either of ours. It's just the way um, life has evolved, uh, especially in the summertime with the kids being home. Um, you know, the, the, the kids had become a priority. Mm-hmm. Especially um, this summer, we're, we're working with them on neurodivergencies and mental yeah. health issues. And it's been a lot of, a lot of focus on them right. this summer, as it needs to be. Absolutely. But a Absolutely. Lot of focus. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, um, we have already been talking, um, the, the day they go back to school, we have some plans. Oh yeah. We we have some plans. We, I, I'm about to overschedule us. <laughs> I'm about well, to overschedule. Well, you you us. set up the schedule now. I will look it over. I know. Well, some and things I have to call and make appointments about. True. There is a true, couple's true, massage true. in our future. Yeah. So we uh, we we it's both kind of need a. I think a massage would be good for. And then a couple's pedicure. Mm-hmm. Oh, that mm-hmm. hits my baby girl hard. There you that go. That hits my baby girl hard. There you go. But um. I, I think as far as exploring anything new at this point, maybe not so much new, but reconnecting with some of the old things that we love. I know. And then I, I had a, a mercenary idea about what to do with that. And we're not talking about it right now because there's nothing to talk about. But yeah, of course, I took it too far. Mm-hmm. Is anybody surprised? Right. Um, but yeah, just just I one of the things and we talked about this, one of the things that I, I realized when you were gone and you were not right here. One, I was like, this sucks, I miss him. I was very happy for you, because I keep stating, because I don't want anybody to be confused. But I was like, holy shit, I don't like missing him. And then we were laying in bed later, and I said, I don't like missing you, but damn it, you being gone and coming back make makes me like want to be more intimate. Want, like, mm-hmm. the, what was, what was that expression? Um, 
about the heart growing fonder. Absence. Absence, Absence. makes the heart grow fonder. It's like, God damn it. Can't yeah. the heart just grow fonder with you in the next room? Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think we're more invested in rekindling. Yeah. Also, the dumpster fire that has been the past 365 plus days. I don't want to jinx this. It's not gone away yet. But yeah. I, f- I feel like we can breathe again. Whereas I, for the past year, I, I felt I, like taking I a deep breath. I think there there are a number of things that are finally beginning to wind down, resolve themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which and is so, which is nice. Which is part of one of my phone calls prior to just the uh, yeah the show. We almost started the stream late, but it yeah. was an important call. Okay, right. we have Jerica has to question has has a question. Uh, I have some concerns about my caregiver. I need for him to tell me good morning every morning, but he's forgotten a few times. And when we first started, I told him it's something I need. It makes me feel sad and lonely when he doesn't. I've told him about how it makes me feel before. What should I do? So it's tough because Mm -hmm. on one hand, the, the forgiving, kind, empathetic part of me says it is hard to start a new habit. And so therefore, if there are barriers for him in doing this habit, that's going to be a challenge. The part of me that has zero fucks to give says if he'd have wanted to, he'd would like, <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is not always true. That really is not yeah, always true. I'm, but I mean, there, there are times for all of us, right. you know, it, life, life gets in the way. Um, you know, one of the first things that popped in my mind is, you know, if this is something you, you talk to this person about, um, you know, if it's if it's a a busy thing that you know sometimes things get busy in their life, mm-hmm. um, maybe have him set a calendar reminder. Yeah, what can he do on his end that is not you and your emotional energy mm-hmm. making it happen? What can he do on his yeah. end to make this happen? If he's not willing to do those things, then that would say to me that this is not a priority. If that's not a priority, what else is not a priority? Right. And sometimes those are the hard conversations you have to have and sometimes those are the hard decisions you have to make. Like mm-hmm. what is the question I would ask in the way that is natural for you to ask it? What is the barrier for you? What is happening that prevents you? Is mm-hmm. it a, a memory thing? Is it a busy thing? Is it a what is it? Yeah. Okay, how do we resolve that? What would an alarm do? What did this do? What did that right? If he's willing to work on it and to get better, and if your distress is important to him and he's willing to try, you can't expect perfection, but you can, you should expect effort. If that person's not willing to put in effort or dismisses your feelings, that's a sign. That's a sign that they're gonna probably continue to do that. And so that's when it comes down to the sometimes difficult and sometimes not that difficult decision of, do we continue? Um, But, you know, I'll, I, I, the kind part of me wants to start from the place of what's preventing this from happening and how can it be fixed? Not with you doing the work, <laughs> but with him putting in, that person putting in the effort. I've, I can't, did I gender? I'm sorry, no, you said him, okay. You know, and then you go from there because that's having that information or having that conversation will tell you more. And then you can maybe in a better position to make whatever your decision needs to be. Okay, do, do, do. I saw one that did not get tagged, but somebody tagged so that I can thank you. Um, Gabrielle says, I'm uh, in a newly established um, MS relationship and my partner doesn't give me any positive attention or love, even though I've told him that I need it, what should I do? 
why are we with somebody who does not give you the positive, right. good, loving, whatever, whatever you've asked for, that you've communicated, why are we here? Yep. If they can't do it now, when are they supposed to do it? Are they telling you why? Are they communicating anything? Is it that the, the not the what you're asking for, but the way you're asking for it is not compatible with the way they're willing to give it? Are they saying you don't need it? Like none of it sounds good. Somebody mm. said, I don't know what Kayla's gonna say, but probably run. Red flag, yeah. 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 Because if you're communicating your needs and they're not giving you some reason for why it's not happening that you accept. And if you're asking the question, I'm gonna say, if they're even giving you a yeah. reason, it's not one you like or one that you believe or one that you feel is right. Why are we still here? <laughs> because the thing is about any power dynamic, any power exchange, both sides of the slash need to be getting their needs met. Mm -hmm. And if those needs are not compatible, then not the people a, are not compatible. It, it is not a one-way street. Not a one-way street. Mm -mm, mm -mm. And if that's what the bullshit you're being fed, that it's about your partner's needs and not yours, that is definitely mm -hmm. a red flag. Get the fuck out of there if you can. Safely take care of yourself. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do, 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 do. Okay. How much time are we on this? Okay. Um, it's 1.15 now. Let's call this the question. We're about okay. to read the last question. Okay. All right. Um, Georgia Little says, any tips or ideas on how to do little space activities without a caregiver job? I have trouble convincing myself that it's okay to make it a priority for myself. Um, I don't think the problem is the doing of the activities. Then I think you've answered your question. The problem is prioritizing it. Mm -hmm. So you know what makes you feel little. Um, if you have access to be able to do those things solo, you're free to do them. Yeah. It's The question to me is how do I make this a priority? How do I, how do I tell myself it's worth it? <laughs> I have a lot of good theoretical answers. I am not good at this. I am absolutely a person who will ignore the things that I know make me feel happy and fulfilled and mm -hmm. excited. I have to tell you, <laughs> mm -hmm. do this. I am screwed if you're ever like <laughs> gone from this earth. That's why we're going out like Thelma and Louise. Um, mm. But I think it's one thing I would say is if these are things that you miss and if these are things that make you feel good, sometimes the reminder is that you deserve to feel good. You're worthy of feeling good. You don't have to have a partner to feel good. Um, if any of those things help reduce stress or anxiety, sometimes you have to just tell yourself, this is actually good for me. If I do this, I will feel better on some level. If doing it solo makes you feel bad, do not force yourself to do it until and unless there comes a time when it doesn't make you feel bad to do it solo. Right. Another thing, depending on the community and the access you have, um, within the BDSM community, thankfully, slowly but surely, more and more community groups are becoming a little bit more open to littles. Not universally, mm -hmm. there are still some people who give side eyes to the caregiver little thing, I know, but some are. And so if you have access in an area you're willing to travel to or an online community, that does stuff for littles like we yeah. um is it the orlando is it the woodshed like they do like a sleepover and they'll have a playroom and they'll just do yes. stuff and it's not about being partnered it's about being a little mm -hmm. if you have access to something like that go do that so you're not actually doing it alone you're in a group of other people um and often in a lot of those cases it doesn't matter if you're partnered or not because Caregivers might be there, but they might not. It's really an, 
activity associated with for the littles. It's a gr- time for the yeah. littles to come together. Um, so if that's an option, do that. And so mm-hmm. you, then you're not really doing it solo. Yeah. You're doing it with a group of other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Cool. Um, that is it for the questions for this time. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for your right. questions. Great questions. I know. I don't think I ranted. I think I was very calm, cool, and collected you this were. time. What the fuck? Wow. I don't know. I don't know. What's Y'all have to try harder there? next time. Ooh. So I'm saying. Um, she up the stakes, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I did sort of throw down the gauntlet there, didn't I? Fuck. Silent <laughs> Wing will rise to the challenge. I feel this. Yep. Um, so. Okay. We're going to do a bonus section. Yeah. Because we got stuff that's still kink related to talk about in the bonus right, section. Right, it's right. an actual bonus section. Yeah. Yeah. For once. Okay. Okay. So are we good? I have no idea. Keep it kinky, y'all, and we'll see you next week. Daddy. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the crickets, please? Yes, you can talk to the crickets. You didn't do that just to fuck with me, did you? No, I did not. You were actually struggling. Did you see the look on my face? The Like, where is it? Yeah, but you're good at play acting. I'm just saying. No, I did not do that on purpose. I would have been laughing my ass off if I did it on purpose. It would be now. Yeah, You are great at a mind fuck. You can hold the serious face for longer than you think you can. (laughs) (laughs) See, it still kept, even though it was unintentional, still helped keep. (laughs) Talk to the crickets. Thank you. Talk to to the crickets. I went to the first munch that I've been to since before the plague entered our world. Yeah. After how many months have you, I mean, there was one month, it's been a couple months, but there was some point right before, right after you'd gone to that month's munch that you sounded almost desperate. Like you thought I would never leave the house again and I would never go to a munch with you again. Beginning to wonder. So let's, let, let's do a couple things here. Let's level set. The kids mental health has been a top priority yes it has so i've been very cognizant of when we go somewhere if the youngest is being left alone what are the conditions for them being left for him being left alone who's going to be around how long are we going to be gone what time of day Mm -hmm. it is not just for my own comfort level as a parent but for his with a lot of fucking anxiety there's just been a lot yeah. So I said months ago when you sounded like you might cry because it was like, <laughs> I don't think you're ever going to go to another munch with me again. I said, unfortunately, it has to be perfect conditions. Okay. It has to be a night where the now 17 year old can be home and he's not alone all night. Yeah. Also, I recall this was as I was expanding out of my current wardrobe at the time. I was like, and I need new clothes because I'm not leaving this house looking like a stuffed sausage. That is yeah. not comfortable for me. <laughs> <laughs> you made the first happen. And then we that did not correct. schedule correctly to make sure that the true. oldest could be home for last month. Very and then true. this month. And and I, I've said it, but I don't know if it's sinking yet. At least through the first semester of school this year. I should be able to go nearly every month. I did catch that. Okay. I didn't want to make a big thing out of it. I you sh- yeah. I was waiting for you to jump up and down with joy. Hello. Hello. If I say it, please make a big deal out okay. of it. It's clearly okay. important if I say it. All right. It's 
not true. That's not true at all. Wee! Maybe don't do that in public. Or <laughs> okay. Um. So, uh, and I, you know, you would come home and tell me about the munch, and I knew it was gonna be. I knew the vibe was gonna be fine because mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. like a vibe, I like a vibe. Sometimes I like a vibe only because you like a vibe. But that's enough for me. That's a starting point, right? Yeah. I'm, I am aware. I'm self-aware enough to know that sometimes my anxious brain lies to me, and the vibe really is fine. It's just me. So you've been coming home for months, telling me stories about people you've met. The, the night you got into your motorcycle accident, uh, not quite a year ago, was coming home from the munch. Yeah. Now I'll tell you that yep. was a little. We're coming home, and I recognized the street signs or the highway signs, and I went. We're in the turn lane, and I went, oh, my God, is this where it happened? And you, your breath hitched, and you went, yeah, yeah, it is. And we both just sat at that red light <laughs> very quietly. And I was like, I am not going to cry right yeah. now, but holy well, shit. Not, not quite at that red but light itself, area, but in that yeah. section of, of road. Yes. Right. So, like, and... And, and, and that night, I'm like, you've been going there to show off paddles. You've mm-hmm. gotten to know people who've purchased pins, like all kinds of stuff. You've gotten to know people that know us. Shout out to uh, Mason and Bunny. Hi, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I knew you had, we were in the ER a year ago and you had paddles <laughs> yes. in your bag. And, yeah. Proving that the EMT folks have seen it all. Because they're <laughs> So like this, these are your people, and I know they're your people. Mm-hmm. And and you've been doing what I think of as kind of a classic. Uh oh, I'm a mostly mentally healthy person who loves a crazy anxious person. You've been telling me that it's it's kind of low key. It's kind of growing. Yeah, last month we had we had a lot of people, but it's fine. It's fine. And I'm going. Is it though? And I, I still didn't even know what time the damn thing started, but I since learned you've been actually getting there early. Yeah. Clearly it was not early enough. So you had created your routine of going there. And so you did what many people do. You told me what to expect based on what you've experienced for at least a year now. Correct. You're Because I was like, will I be able to sit at a table with my back to a wall and not feel like there are people all around me? And you went, yeah, 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 that should be fine. That should be fine. What I did not know was that in order to do this, he would have have a, ha, you would have had to give up the seat you usually have to do it. Because mm-hmm. uh, he did not realize I was going to take a chair directly next to a wall. And that was going to be my seat <laughs> if we could get it. And so, you know, you've got like it's stress free. Now, in the 30 minutes before we left, I had the my typical thoughts of I really would like to lose 15 pounds before we leave the house tonight. Why does everything I wear suck? And shit, can, do I have time to paint my toenails and, and get a whole pedicure? Answer is always no. But that's when I think of these things. So I was like, oh, my God, I look awful. Oh, I should hide myself. I looked fine. I was cute. It was fine. She did. And but, she was anxious girl shit okay so we get there and i know it's not gonna be what he's been selling me for over a year because we walk into the back room and it's a back room there's plenty of privacy i'm not worried about any of that i'm like okay Mm -hmm. this is standard for me i understand the vibe (laughs) here we walk in though and he's like and i'm following right behind him because i've already told him i'll be attached to his ass tonight okay (laughs) and he goes he stops and he goes oh 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 (laughs) There are people here already. And I went. There was already half a dozen or more people there. All the good seats were taken. Did I get a seat 
next to a goddamn wall so nobody could be roaming behind me and all around me and I could have a corner. No, no the I fuck didn't. I didn't. I was literally in the center of what ended up being several. We ended up adding a table to put potentially five more people on the other side of we, me. We were moving a lot of tables to accommodate. The, there, there was easily 40 people there last night. JB is the social director. Twice I looked up and he was hauling chairs and tables around. I was like... <laughs> okay i'm and y'all i am firmly in this seat i did not get up to go to the bathroom i did not get up i didn't get up to hug no damn body i sat my people wanted to talk to me i swiveled in my chair that is what we did partly because when i sat down i did not tuck my dress well enough and i was like you know if i stand up now everybody's gonna see the unicorn panties this is not the moment for that the other part was oh shit these thighs are stuck to this chair I'm not moving. Also, I just, I would like to be invisible. I real I would just like to be invisible right now. Now, here's the thing. Every fucking buddy I came across, super nice, super friendly. The vibe was legit. It was mm-hmm. good energy. I was like, these people are very nice. I was told by JB later, thank God later. Oh, that guy totally was into the idea of what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. We were talking about public scening. Oh yeah, he totally thought you were attractive. And I was like, what? I was like, I didn't see that. And then I did my thing of then dissecting it. Wait, how do you know? What What were his facial expressions? What did he say? I wasn't listening because I wasn't listening. What, how did his eyes dart I, around? I had to play thing? the tape back for, yeah. But everybody was super nice. Yeah. The people who knew of me or knew me, definitely very nice. Very respectful of the fact that um, I was clearly like, eyes very wide mm-hmm. jaw very clenched sitting there looking at my phone a lot did i at one point text the 17 year old and go i would like a legitimate reason to be on my phone tell me about something i have a question about that could it have waited till we got home of course it could have waited i was like oh just texting the kids to make sure they're okay jennifer the the unicorn panties came from a company called me undies i love me undies they're super cute they're super comfortable they're very very Mm -hmm. comfortable i didn't get a thought i was not wearing thongs i was not wearing sexy underwear i was wearing comfy everything was comfy flip-flops dress with nothing that could touch me unless i wanted it to the bra (laughs) that is not attractive does not hold anything up but is not uncomfortable the unicorn panties i felt good i really felt good it was all the bullshit in my brain mm-hmm. then and i i had to make a conscious decision not to be upset about this but i feel like i could have been not at you because you didn't do anything wrong but because mm-hmm. this is how my brain works i was like what have you told people about why i haven't been coming with you because of the conversation i was getting into i was like yeah finally figured out childcare. like i'm not going into the kids medical history but i'm like yeah mm-hmm. i want us to have childcare, and it's been difficult and blah, blah blah like i wasn't going into details but that was like the thing i was sticking with and this one goes oh, i've been telling them you're anxious <laughs> it's like no wonder they all looked at me i mean i couldn't decide were they looking at me like you do at the zoo and you see a cute but ferocious animal or when the you think those old old things back, like not that far back but back in the yeah. day they literally used to do tours of asylums that's grotesque but there is that sort of factor of oh that's what one looks like out you know i was like that you told him i was anxious no wonder they were so nice to me <laughs> but also thought i was weird <laughs> there was a lot of are you okay kayla are you okay and i was like yeah i'm, I'm trying I'm like in my head i'm like i'm trying to sit here and be invisible <laughs> i'm trying not to be noticed but hi and i told a couple of them because i did get into conversations y'all i'm not i'm not a total like I, I i can turn it on when i need to and i t- 
like turned up the dial a little bit. Like I was Kayla Lords, sort of. And so I did warn a couple people. I'm like, look, give me six months to get comfortable. Y'all wish I was uncomfortable again. You'll be like, will this <laughs> bitch shut up? Okay. Well, you know, I, I did sit with you quite a bit. Um, but, you know, having been going to that munch for a while now, you know, there were people I um, wanted to talk to. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, social butterfly over there was flitting. And I was very happy to let you, even though it was very difficult, because I was mm-hmm. like, I would like to be attached to his ass, actually. But, but also, I don't want to talk to that many new people. But, I'm you good. know, at the same time, I, I was doing what I guess any good daddy would do while I was off doing my talking. I would always, you know, kind of look your way. What did you see? Because I knew you were around, mm-hmm. but I was I would go ahead and let myself have the conversation with the person in front of me or yeah. looking at my phone. But, you know, and, and, and those conversations were good. I had and a, a good few time. a few times I saw you sitting there in conversation with with the person persons across from you. Mm-hmm. And I actually saw you laughing a couple times. Oh, yeah. Look, okay. Look, so I was I, like, oh, you know, okay, we're, you know, it, it's not all bad. I don't know if masking is the right word when it's mental health and it's not neurodivergency, but whatever the mental health equivalent of that is, mm-hmm. I can do that. I can put my armor on and I, I mean, I have navigated most of my life nobody knowing I was a fucking wreck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I thought I would go into last night with that, but that is not how that worked out. But also I now live a life where I'm just like kind of brutally honest sometimes, especially in King Spaces. So yeah. You know, yeah, I'm. Fu- I mean, at one point, somebody said something to me, and I went, "Oh, it's the social anxiety." <laughs> they looked at me like I had grown another head. Was it because I said social anxiety? Was it because I sung the words? I don't know. <laughs> um, but I also know if I put the armor on, that is Kayla Lords. Well, she will take over a fucking room when nobody asks. <laughs> so. <sighs> The, th- the really the, the big thing was everybody who I talked to directly one on one was amazing. Watching other people interacting was so cool. The hard part for me, the only genuinely like hard to overcome part, was the fact that I wasn't in a corner. I was kind of in the center just because of where we sat, mm-hmm. and there were so many people and so many conversations and so much noise, which I would never say that should not have happened. There were forty plus people there. Right. That's what was going to happen that I was overwhelmed. Like I, and then because I was meeting people for the first time and it was small talk, I was like, I am so bad at small talk. I, uh, I just kept going, oh, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe that makes me good at it, but I don't feel good at it. So mm-hmm. it's like, but I would rather sit in a corner and have one deep, meaningful conversation with one human being there. Right. And I'd call that the best night of my fucking life. Mm-hmm. Or I have to turn this on to this level that y'all get to see in here and piss everybody off. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I would not do that to an organizer. I wouldn't, like, it's not my fucking event. Like, I don't need to do that. I just need to be myself. But I'm. it's been so long. I've been in the house so long. I'm like, who is myself? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But could she not have gotten a pedicure in the 20 minutes before we left and also dropped 50 pounds? That would have been even better. But it was fun to have conversations. Like you asked about a, a club, a place that you had heard about. And I was kind yeah. of overhearing that conversation. They're like, oh, yeah, and there's some crosses and there's some this. And and it was the conversation about, oh, yeah, they have it set up so people can watch. And my little exhibitionist stuff went. Perked her right up. 
I'll just lean. I don't want to join the conversation, but I'll yeah. lean into the conversation. <laughs> so will I go back? Absolutely. Do I think that within a, a couple of months I'll be comfortable? Of course I will be. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a little strange, though, to know that not an insignificant amount of people understood that, oh, that's the scared one over there. It's like, mm, I would have liked you know, to have hid that. But, well, you know, here's the thing. Um you know, I, I wasn't going to make anything up about the reason why I was going to a month alone. Because everybody wanted to year. know where his submissive was. Like, right. where is your partner? Right. And, yeah, you know, being in the kink community, there are enough people that have anxiety, that, that, that have some form of neurodivergency, and they are understanding of that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and knowing that the people who understand that work with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, to not heighten th- that feeling. Sure, okay. and yeah, and so it was a perfect storm last night. Of everybody was super nice, but there were yeah. so many of them. There, there was, yeah. It was a big crowd, and that's actually a really good sign, though. Like mm-hmm. ev- you have told me, every month you've gone, there's been more and more a few people. More people. That's a really good sign. There were people who are completely new to it. There are people who've right. been doing it a long time. The person sitting next to me, she's been lifestyle for however long, but took a break from the community. Because I, I, she said, it was like, last time I was part of this community, there was some drama. And I just didn't yeah. have time for it. And I went, yeah. you know, fair. And so for people to be coming back in after something like that, like mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm, a great sign. Mm-hmm. Like, and the vibe really was good. I did not walk out of there going, oh my God, what did we just do? I did not go out there to leave dreading. I actually was telling you as we were walking out, I was like, okay, the 17 year old will have practice on Tuesdays. This is like what, the fourth Tuesday of every month or whatever. And I was like, he has band practice on Tuesday. He will be home in time to watch his Mm -hmm. brother. I am okay with this, right? Until such time as the 12 year old- Something may change, yeah. Is more comfortable than he is right now. So, and we're working on all that. So it's like, okay, I have plans to be back. Um, I enjoyed it enough. I'm also like, should we get there an hour early? Cause I'm gonna need that wall <laughs> seat. I need, I need that seat. Yeah. I need that barrier. I need that mm-hmm. protection. Um, that, those were the things that were tough and they were out of everybody's control. Yeah. It was just, it was what it was. I will not say a, an ill word against the munch, but I will absolutely mock myself for being who I am. Mm. And it was, now the nice thing is it's at like a truck stop kind of thing. Right? Yes, truck stop. And so mm-hmm. when we right left near the interstate, the the restaurant, you went to the bathroom and I started looking at some of the things I have for sale. And I was ready to go shopping. You were like, "We're leaving now," and clearly I talked more <laughs> than I realized I did because one, I was exhausted when we got to the car, mm-hmm. and two, my throat was scratchy, like it is yeah. after we do do this. Do this. I was like, "Oh, I clearly had more conversations than I realized." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. And uh, I I had ran away for three days, as we kind of talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, Lived your best non-monogamous life. Yeah. Good some, for you. Some, someone I had been talking to online, um, we had the opportunity to meet and, you know, see how we interacted mm-hmm. together. And um, I ended up going to South Florida, three days, two nights. Forgot to bring sunscreen to South Florida in <laughs> July. <laughs> and then it was like, I got a sunburn. 
you did? Yeah. He's, he nose, looks very nice. It's, it's nose is starting. Nose is peeling a little bit. The rest yeah. of it is starting to. F- I've been aloe gelling you every day. Yeah, and, 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 and it's starting to fade into a tan now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was a wonderful time. Um, had a had a great time uh, with the person I met. They are absolutely lovely. Had had fantastic uh, conversations. Spent a lot of time at the pool. Um, while I was in, while I was down there, um, we visited the fetish factory. I know you were on the phone with me, going, "Oh my God, this was so cool!" On the like, way home, yeah, I was I talking guess I to have her. A reason I, to go I, to I was telling Florida. her, <laughs> and um, you know, it 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 was just, it was great. You know, I I didn't know what to expect. You know, between the the Tampa Bay area and here, you know, there have um, been. You know, we've we've gone to adult stores and you know stuff, mm-hmm. and and some of them have been nice, some of them have been kind of disappointing, um, but this was Fetish Factory was just phenomenal. Um, the the people that worked there were great. Mm-hmm. Um, their selection of fetish gear, I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, mm-hmm. and and even their their toy area was really kind of cool and um also went to a hookah bar for the first time Mm -hmm. and i loved it i loved it um my kind of vibe you know we uh, should make a drinking game out of every time we say vibe but that we might be legally liable for alcohol poisoning so maybe not and uh it it was it was enjoyable um you know Mo- it's been a long, long time since I've been in Fort Lauderdale, many, many years, mm-hmm. and it has changed a bit. Yeah, the last time um, we went down towards South Florida, we stayed on the outskirts when my aunt and uncle lived yes. down there. We never went into South Florida. Proper. Right. Um, you know, most of the places there, so loud, you know, mm-hmm. so loud. Uh, the, the music's just like pounding and and um you can't have a conversation Mm -hmm. you know you you just kind of sit across from somebody and you know right all you can do is balance your head to the music yeah Yeah, no yeah thank you and um found found this hookah bar it was you know in a little mall like a strip kind of thing not really a strip i mean it it it's kind of like a little horseshoe shaped thing off of the strip and had several floors to it. Oh, oh, like an actual shopping mall. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, walked in there because uh, you know, one, it was a cigar. That's definitely your speed. And and mm-hmm. and it was it was just so pleasant. I had never uh, smoked a hookah. I guess is that the correct term? I don't know. And uh, decided to go back the next day and and try it. And it, it was just wonderful. Had such a good time, you know, um, because uh, everything there was walkable. Basically, you kind of park your car and you try your best not to take the car to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, had a drink and uh, sat there with the hookah. Had some uh, very nice mint flavored. Of course, they were mint flavored. Right. And, uh, you know, uh gosh probably there an hour hour and a half wow you know and and lost track of time because it was just such a comfortable place to be mm-hmm. uh the staff was magnificent and and the conversation was 
was very nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it was it was a good time. You came back, other than sunburns, so well. sunburn, y'all. <laughs> um, you came back very relaxed, and so and I can't speak for anybody else, anybody else's relationship. But if you have had this feeling, I will tell you my perspective. So I think that for some people who still feel some insecurities, if their partner has other partners, you know, I think that it's not unusual to, in those insecurities, to worry, well, will my partner even want to come home? Are they going to miss the fun they had? Blah, blah, blah. And like you said earlier, it's a juggling thing. It's a balancing thing. You had a really good time and you were, you know, you told me all kinds of good, you were like stories about time at the pool. I was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yet you were also so happy to see me again that mm-hmm. it's like, there's a little teeny tiny part of me that's like, Oh, I wish I could have had a experience like that. But also I know who I am and I'm like, okay, I'm, no, I don't, I don't want to go do that. That's fine. I'm glad you could have that experience, but I'm glad you could go off and have these super fun experiences and still want to come home to me like that. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a good reminder to have, you know, to get that it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you, you connected with that person. You had a good time there. You did interesting things. You got away for a while. Like you had a good time yeah. on all the levels you wanted to have you know, a good time. And let's face it in almost a year of all the times in this past year that I have gone away, mm-hmm. it has not been for anything good. Right. You have not gotten <laughs> a fun getaway in a no. very long time. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it did bring up, and it's something we're working through. Mm-hmm. It's not a problem, but a realization. Yeah. And this goes back to, I think, both being just a submissive in general, but definitely a service submissive. Also the life admin keeper. Uh, of our relationship <laughs> and our home. And I pointed out to you I, firmly, but not combatively. Cause it's a, it's one of those things where for me to wish I had something does not mean I wish you didn't have it. And I said, I just want to point something out to you that I need you to recognize. And I don't think there's a solution for it. I just need it recognized. I said, yes, you had to arrange your life and your work and things in a way that you could take three days off and go out of town and mm-hmm. have a good time. And you could have a good time and know that your dog is taken care of, the kids are taken care of, right. your wife is taken care You're of. You're taken care right. of, yeah. All those things, everything's still running and you can go and you can come back. I said, and I want that for you. I said, but what I need you to understand is can you imagine me having that freedom? Not that you wouldn't let me, not that you wouldn't encourage me, mm-hmm. But I'm the one that keep, that goes to the doctor's appointments. I'm the one that knows the schedule. I'm the one that yeah. kept working while you were gone because certain aspects of the business could keep going. Does right. that mean I should not make it happen? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. But the ease with which it can, it can happen, happen. Yeah. there, I don't, I don't know if yeah. it's a slash thing. I don't know if it's a gender thing. I don't know. But I think many people in long-term relationships will recognize that one of you will be the partner who can do that. And one of you will be the partner who could not do it easily. Mm -hmm. Um, What it did do is when you came home, I was like, I want us to have adventures. And you said that too. I want us to go do stuff. We have not gone and done stuff. We are at a point in our life, it is harder, especially with the stuff that the kids are going through. Picking up and leaving is just, you know, it's, there's a, there's a balance to it. I'm not going to just pick up and leave just because a kid might be old enough. I'm going to make sure that whichever kid's going to struggle is going to be taken care of on some level. So 
those things are still works in progress. Eventually they grow up and then we'll have more freedom. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, that was, and then, you know, what's funny. Um, it was in with you being gone. Look, this is a bonus section. That's actually bonus content um, <laughs> with you being gone and me, you know, understanding where you were and what you were doing. Here's the thing I love about, I don't think you have to be non-monogamous to have these revelations and to have this safety to feel this way and, and to not feel shame over your feelings. But I think being open and talking about monogamy, non-monogamy, all of that helps. So even if you are firmly monogamous, having conversations like we have, I think helps. But knowing you were off of the partner, knowing that for the first time, I was, the, the things I felt had nothing to do with that. In, in that way, like it didn't bring up my insecurities, but it did mm -hmm. bring up realizations for me that if we weren't non-monogamous and we hadn't had these kinds of conversations, I don't know if I could have admitted. One, which is I miss, and I told you when you got home, we had yeah. lots of deep conversations, mm -hmm. it was great. Mm -hmm. I miss the rush of being pursued. Now, am I ever gonna pursue somebody? No, I don't know when somebody's flirting with me. You mostly have to hold up a sign and go, I'm flirting with you. And then I might still be like, are you sure though? Are you, are you really sure? I'm that person. So I'm not pursuing anybody. I'm not going after anybody. I'm not making a first move. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing any of that. I'm not flirting. When I flirt, I don't know I'm flirting. It's that bad. But being pursued, like to be able to admit to you, God, I do kind of miss that which led into a conversation we both could relate to because I'm 42 and you were 61. And we are, even though there's a big age difference between us, we are definitely at the point in life where we feel invisible. As a 42 year old chubby mom with gray hair, which will not be gray for long. Mm -mm. I know I skim past me. I can feel it now in a way that's slightly different from just being a chubby woman whose eye, people's eyes skim over you. Like it's just, it's a different feeling. I think people around my age might, might mm -hmm. understand. And I was like, I, I miss that. And I, and it's, I'm okay with being invisible. I'm nervous, I'm anxious. Don't, don't perceive me, it's fine. But also the chase is kind of, when it's mutual and it's wanted, sure. right? And it's not oh, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I miss that. And to be able to say to you and know I could say to you with no judgment, fuck, I miss that. And at the same time, we're having that conversation. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I want to be non-monogamous in theory. Look, I recognize I am capital A, capital L, a lot, registered trademark. I don't think I'm going to have another partner, but I, the fact that I'm open to it, I'm able to discuss it with you right. was, I mean, I always knew I could, but I felt more freedom because you had just had this experience and here we are mm -hmm. and you're sharing your experience with me and I'm listening and I'm I'm not envious of what you did. I was just like, I would like my own version of that, whatever that yeah. looks like, right? But at the same time, the same time, <laughs> I was like, we are not doing enough together. No. We are not connecting enough. We are not and I, I even, using the I fact even, that we have a life of freedom. And I even said that to you, that. we have become mm -hmm. so invested in the work that we do mm -hmm. and and you know the things that we do to take care of the house mm -hmm. and you know we don't step back from that enough no we don't part of it part of it is covid fucked us up yes i mean it fucked everybody it fucked the world up right, right. even the non-believers whether they don't believe or not your life still was a little for a while right your mental health was really affected by that because Big you, time. you are not a strict introvert like I am. I'm a person who's like, I'm happy in one specific corner I, of my house. You're like, I need to be where the people are. I, I enjoy being around people 
to a a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I I I enjoy to go out in life. I enjoy to be around people. I, I watched him flit like the social butterfly he is last um, night. You know, but I I like to have my space to right. to come back and retreat to. You're the classical ambivert, which is just a combination of the two mm-hmm. extrovert introvert. So that messed with you, and then while the plague is messing with you, and I'm like feeling guilty for living my best life inside my fucking house where six <laughs> feet away from every damn body, like just thriving on some levels. Yeah. Things just start happening. We hit this period of life. The, the down period is what right. I call it. And, and then life ebbs and flows. It's, I think we cyclical. all know that yeah. it's cyclical. We, ha- we had a good run at the top. We were, whoo, we were riding high and yeah. then universe went, <laughs> uh, I would like to humble you. Uh, I'd like to see what you're actually made of. So, everything just like dominoes just one thing went wrong then the next right. and the next and the next and it's been over a year of just a lot and so of course we focused on the hard stuff because that's kind of what you do mm-hmm. and the things that could be fixed and the things that couldn't be fixed the getting through them and the the just sitting in it like like you said for the first time in months and months and months you went away for multiple days and it was for a good reason, because right. even though the the time period really was very short, in a very mm-hmm. short amount of period, you were never home. But it was for like the worst reason possible. Right. So, it's life is life is still life. Like things are some things are better, some things are the same as they have been for six months. But we are coming out of another side of something, not the right. chaos of life that never stops, not the trials and tribulations, not all of them. But we're on the other side of something. Mm-hmm. One, we're still strong as we ever were. Probably stronger because we've had over the course of more than a year, but definitely the past year, some deep, hard conversations. Correct. Um, I think we've, not that we weren't mature before. You were 60, I was 41. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> we're, we're mature. But I feel like the relationship maybe has matured even more. True. Um, Absolutely. And so Absolutely. here we are on this side, and I'm not a starry-eyed 21-year-old anymore who thinks that just because I have a thought that tomorrow it's going to happen. Like, I, that's the eternal optimist I talk about. No, no, no. The tired 42-year-old-ass woman's like, no. <laughs> it's going to happen in, like, five years when I forgot about this. But at least I've mm-hmm. – we'll call that manifesting if we want. But I can be open with it, and I can say to you, I want this thing. I'd like this right. thing. I don't think it'll necessarily happen. I'm not – I'm not going to do what's required to make it happen or we know me, but I can at least admit that it's a thing I want without shame. We can look at our relationship and go, you had a good thing without me and I'm happy for you, but also let's figure out our own good thing together. Yes. And I'll say it for non-monogamy, for my non-monogamous ass, that's gross because early days of us figuring this out and me watching you be non-monogamous while it's still definitely theoretical for me. It always bubbled up my own insecurities about not being enough. And so I would Mm. absolutely have thoughts of, well, you can do that with that person. Why can't you do that with me? Which you could if I had wanted that thing, right? Like you could, it's possible, but I saw it as a scarcity thing, not as a, wait, let me just like speak up about what the fuck I need. And let's figure out how we make that happen together, regardless of what you're doing with somebody else. And this time it's like, I I missed you. It was hard. Ooh, did I struggle the first night I realized he was not calling me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> We've been together almost a decade. And 
there hasn't been a night we've been separated other than with other relationships and other partners you have not called me yeah it's weird i'm not gonna lie Hmm. i'm fine it's good but i had to go through that i had but that force it was funny it was that was the surface level my daddy's not calling me and this makes me sad previous me previous versions of me would have said that was the cause of my bad feelings and my problems and that was the thing that had to be fixed like that was the problem tired me <laughs> tired chubby mom gray-haired me is like no 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 no. this is a symptom this is a thing that sucks but man your reaction's kind of big you know his ass is coming home to you what's really going on i wish those the, the thought was that clear <laughs> was not it's retrospect that i know that's what i went through and that's when i started digging deep i started digging deep into my own fear sadness whatever about not being desirable ever or anymore look i got uh uh like many kids i was definitely bullied like we've been there right that's still stuck in my head but then the rejections from previous partners now never mind the man of my goddamn dreams says to me on a near daily basis that he finds me beautiful, attractive, sexy, hot, whatever, whatever, pick a word, any word, he says it. My old crazy mind's like, I don't feel desirable to total strangers who don't actually matter. And that's the problem. <laughs> but that forced me to dig deep into what I was actually missing, what, what mm-hmm. I'm actually feeling, what is missing for us, what is missing for me. And because of all the work, all these years that's gone into the relationship and the work I've done on myself and the work you do on yourself, you could come back and we could go, I could be like, tell me about your trip. Yay, okay, let me tell you what's in my mind. And those be completely separate things. Although one was a catalyst for the other. Yeah. Growth. Mm -hmm. I'm exhausted, but growth. (laughs) Also, I know a lot of people are like, you know, go queen for gray hair. I fucking hate this gray hair. It's going away. (laughs) I, because I was not fast enough on my scheduling, couldn't get in for last Saturday's open appointment. Got a Friday appointment. If I love it, y'all will be so tired of me sharing pictures of it. If I am insecure about it, you will not see it until the next live stream after I dye my hair. But I'm, I'm, I'm supportive of anybody who wants gray hair. I think gray hair looks beautiful or sexy or distinguished or pick mm-hmm. a word based on the person you're looking at. Yes, I look in the mirror and I'm like, no, I hate this. I hate everything about this. This has to go. And knowing that I'm gonna be dyeing my hair in the way I like, which is at a salon by a professional who knows what the fuck they're doing and not me doing it, <laughs> um, feels like another moment of the the difficult stuff of the past year has not is not over, but it's it's not the other side of a mountain, but it's like yeah. I don't know how to I don't know what what metaphor or allegory or simile to use, hmm. <laughs> but that 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 right. that that so so we should probably i know it's been two hours now i just want to go on record last week when i was like people say they want us to go longer but i just don't know several people were like we really do want you to go longer okay, but well, we do have to stop at a certain we went point. longer yeah. and we know people have lives to live and things to do so mm-hmm. we respect that too um but yeah the bonus section was actual bonus power exchange yeah. content wow for once right 316 episodes later we found <laughs> <it>. um <laughs> so 
Oh, and Jennifer, I'll answer your question real quick. Mm -hmm. um, is it selfish to be like, hey, I get that you're with that person, but can you send me a text before? He did send me text before mm -hmm. bed. He didn't stop that. He didn't no. ignore me. It's just the rhythm of what we usually do for us was not appropriate for what he was doing. I was not inserting myself in that trip that had nothing to do with me. If he had never talked to me the whole time, that would have been a problem. No, I'm no, like, Look, I, all right, well, I, I, I said good morning to her. Yes, I, I said good night. Um, you know, if there was something that she texted me that needed my attention, right. I was never I, ignored. I absolutely responded. I just didn't get the full level of what I, as this daddy dom's baby girl in a 24 seven DS relationship would normally get. And that's okay. And I think if it's not okay for somebody else, that's fine. But it, it was not, I did not miss something. I did not lose out on anything. Mm -hmm. I had to sit with hard feelings and sometimes that's what you need to do. Cause why was it so hard? It was just unusual. It was just out of our comfort zone. It wasn't that he wasn't coming home to me. It wasn't that he didn't still love me. It was his time and attention needed to be on the person he was with. And I wanted that. I, in the day, you lie to day, I'd have been like, I want, of course I want that. Mm -hmm. At night when I'm alone with all of my insecurities, I was like, oh, I miss my daddy right now. But it led to some good revelations. Yeah. So here we are. Take care, Silent Wing. So we're going to go. Yeah. Um, these are the kinds of things I could talk about a lot, but we don't have a lot of this that comes up. So sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're going to actually go. I'm going to finally stop talking. My throat hurts again. Second day in a row. Just saying. Um, I love you, by the way. I love y'all too, but I'm really talking. <laughs> JB, sir, I love you. I love you too, baby girl. <laughs> I do love y'all out there. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I love y'all too. I just happen to love him more. <laughs> it's not a contest. It can be. I really think, I really think it can be. It really can be. In this one moment, it can be. <laughs> All right. We got to go. Yeah. Thanks for joining with us, mm -hmm. you know, for this. Um, and to those who hung through to the bitter end on this one, um, y'all are yeah, the heroes. Gotta, gotta love you. One. You know, it, it it it's been a long one. We haven't done a long one like this in quite a while. Not on a Wednesday. On yeah. Fridays. On, on Fridays. Fridays yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. But I mean, just for a regular, you know, podcast live stream. Yeah. Um, so you know, thanks. Always happy to to have you join us, and you know while we're doing the live stream the the interaction with everybody is fantastic so thank thank you all yes we're gonna go now bye, bye.